Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your first one hit of sport for Monday, the 10th of May. Today, we're talking AFL fashion crimes, golfing joy flights, and Olympic boycotts. But first... Quick update from the world of Formula One. Lewis Hamilton won again. Well, that is amazing, but I fear absolutely predictable. Told you it was quick. The Parramatta Eels are coming off a 13-point win against the Sydney Roosters, and they're sitting outright second on the NRL ladder. Life is good, right? The sky is falling! The sky is falling, specifically over Parramatta. Let me explain. This weekend is Magic Round in the NRL. It's a kind of magic. Every single game this weekend will be played at Brisbane Suncorp Stadium. But off the back of new COVID cases in Sydney last week, the NRL implemented Level 3 biosecurity protocols and told all clubs to make sure that any player that might be needed for Magic Round was kept within the club's bubble protocols, i.e., Don't let players not picked in the first grade side go off and play reserve grade. Parramatta did not listen. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Parramatta allowed six of their top 30 players to play reserve grade last Friday night, which would have been fine, except that centre Murata Niakora and halfback Dylan Brown are both out with suspension and hooker Reid Marnie suffered a concussion meaning he's no guarantee to be available. Whoop-de-doo! What does it all mean? It means that if the NRL does not relax those Level 3 protocols before the weekend, the Eels might only have 17 players to pick from for this weekend's game against the Warriors. And for those of you playing at home, an NRL team is made up of 17 players. So, I guess it's going to be a short selection meeting. For the past 12 months, American Bryson DeChambeau has been making headlines in the golf world for his weight gain and subsequent increased power he's had off the tee. And it's worked. DeChambeau won his first major when he claimed the US Open late last year, but the man they call the scientist made something of a miscalculation over the weekend. And so I look at Connor and go, well, whoops. (laughs) That was a mistake. DeChambeau was competing in the Wells Fargo Championship in Charlotte, North Carolina. After shooting a disappointing second round score, DeChambeau assumed he would miss the cut, so hopped on a private jet and flew home to Dallas, Texas. Howdy, Texas. Yes. For perspective, it's about the equivalent of flying from Brisbane to Adelaide. Problem for Bryson was that by the time he landed in Texas, the rest of the field had played particularly badly and he had indeed made the cut. But now, he was in the wrong state. It was funny. We did a lot of scrambling last night to get back. Um, one of the scenarios was like turning right back around, but the crew couldn't refuel, and, and their, their hours were out. So we had to get a new crew, if anything, and it just didn't work out. And so, like, you know, let's just go in the morning. And, and so I left at um, 2.45 uh, on a flight, and I got here at 6.20 a.m., drove 30 minutes to the golf course, put on my clothes in the locker room, and then headed out to the putting green. <laughs> But it turns out the unconventional preparation resulted in DeChambeau shooting his best round for the tournament, leaving him tied for 23rd, eight shots off the lead, heading into the final round. Bryson, I'd suggest you take a little joy flight before you tee off in the final round, just to keep with this newfound routine. Australia, wake the f*** up. No, that is not the new explicit alarm setting on your iPhone. 
That is Australian basketball superstar Liz Cambage speaking her truth over the lack of diversity displayed in an Australian Olympic team photo. Cambage initially responded to the images by asking, how am I meant to represent a country that doesn't represent me? The Australian Olympic Committee responded by acknowledging the mistake, apologising and promising change. But Liz isn't buying it and is threatening to boycott the Tokyo Games. Yes, I saw the apology. Words don't mean anything to me. Actions mean something to me. So let me see it. Discussing the issue on Channel 9 Sports Sunday, former Aussie tennis star Todd Woodbridge served up his views. Why do it that way? Why do it with the anger and the threat? You cannot threat to pull out of representing your country. You've got the privilege to be there and to do something special. At a guess, I'd say it's because she's angry about it, Todd. (laughs) If you want to do something like that, why don't you do it the way Naomi Osaka did it? I mean, she, she changed the world. She didn't have to get out there and use language and threaten us all that we've done the wrong thing. So I, I'd say good on you for standing up for it, but, but there are ways. We've got another great ambassador here in Australia we just spoke about, Ash Barty. She does it the right way. Naomi Osaka, Ash Barty. Sounds like Todd would just prefer it if Liz was a tennis player. On Saturday night, Port Adelaide claimed local bragging rights, knocking off Adelaide in showdown 49. The power bouncing back from their horror showing against Brisbane while it's the fourth straight defeat for Adelaide. But the comfortable win was soon forgotten when the Port Adelaide players changed out of their match-worn black teal and white V jumpers and into their heritage prison bar guernsey. Yep, the same Guernsey that the AFL had banned them from playing in and that had caused the back and forthing between former Collingwood President Eddie Maguire and Port Adelaide President David Koch. This Guernsey means so much to our community, to our footy club, everyone who represents it, everyone who's played in it um, and everyone who's been around the club and, and certainly the players as well. And to sing the song in this Guernsey is, is special and, and we're able to do that tonight and it was that was planned. Um, you know, if we come off... Winning, we'd, we'd sing it in uh, in this Guernsey and, and show our fans that you know it means just as much to our to the players as it does the community, and it was a, it was a great great moment. Port Adelaide showdown medalist Travis Boak explaining the motivation for their Taylor Swift style outfit change, and it was only a matter of time before Maguire responded. All I'll say is that the AFL may be saying nothing, but that is a direct poke in the eye to Gillan McLaughlin and the AFL Commission. They're playing with fire now, Port Adelaide, on this because they have signed an agreement that they would not manufacture any of those jumpers for merchandise. And as we've seen in the crowd, they're starting to overplay their hand a little bit here. It's moved out of Collingwood and Port Adelaide. Now they're taking on City Hall, who give them $7 million a year more than any uh, than the Collingwood Football Club. That's fire. Well done, Eddie. You addressed the issue, you acknowledged that it was out of your hands, you behaved like the mature adult in the room. Oh, oh wait, he's not finished. David Kosher sticking his nose into the AFL territory now. It's a big size nose. I hope it doesn't get it broken. And in a scorecard exclusive, we have David Kosher's response to Eddie's insult. I'll thump him if he calls me big nose again. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Monday, the 10th of May. Don't forget to follow The Scorecard on Instagram at The Scorecard AU. I'm Liam Flanagan. We'll see you tomorrow for another fast, fun hit of sport. Listener.